You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up pretty easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com to start your free trial. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Born on the radio, raised by technology, you are tuned Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And you, our audience, our loving listeners... Make the broadcast when you participate on the show. And not just because we send you goodies when we hear you on the air. Of course we do. That's what we've done for 27 years. But because your participation really makes the show, your questions, your comments, your help for other listeners, even your tech rage, whatever the case, we want to hear you on the program and you can participate anytime at your convenience from wherever you are. We do want to hear from you. How does folks? How do folks best participate on Into Tomorrow? Anytime, by the way, twenty four seven at their convenience with their voice. Okay, good. Thanks. <laughs> now moving along. Yeah, <laughs> Well, the best way is with the Free Into Tomorrow app because I think you sound the best that way. That is kind of the best way because then it's not a phone line we're worried about that could be dropping out or something, and it also prompts you to tell us your first name, the city you're calling from or participating from, and how you hear the show. Yeah. Because if not, then we need to ask you to let us know those things. But right. so, so the app, right for yeah, for that, Android that, or iPhoney, yeah, hit that message to studio button and you can participate. You can do a very similar thing uh, on our site at intotomorrow.com and click that Ask Dave microphone. And that can be done on any device that has a browser and a microphone. Yeah. So your phone, of course, your tablet, your Chromebook, your desktop, your laptop, any top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and again, intotomorrow.com. And then on the right-hand side, maybe lower right, depending on the device and browser, you'll see a little red microphone. It says, Ask Dave. Go ahead. Click it. Ask us. And if you're one of those people that still likes to use a phone as a phone, then what? you can push those uh, those numbers and call 800-899-4686. So dial the digits, you're saying? Yes. All right. It's 800-899-INTO. And you kind of walk you through that process. All right. The only other way would be like smoke signals or yeah. something. We do an occasional email, but if you want the good prizes, the gooder stuff... We want to hear you. It's radio. I'm still waiting for somebody to send us a singing telegram. You know, that hasn't happened in all these years, right? Nobody ever sent us a singing telegram. That would be one way to participate. Do they still do that? I'm sure. Somebody must. So there you go. Impress us, audience. (laughs) We'll we'll get you a nice prize for something like that because that'll be cool. Just as long as you make sure you mention Dave and Chris and Cam and, and into tomorrow somehow somewhere in the singing telegram along with your question or comment or otherwise. Well, maybe a singing telegram with tech rage. There you go. Oh, that'd be fun. We'd play it every week. You'd get one prize, but we'd play it every week. (laughs) Robert in Miami listens online and participates with the Into Tomorrow Ask Dave button. Ha ha. At intotomorrow.com. Hey, Robert. 
My question today is about the Baofeng GT5R ham radio that is commonly sold for about $28. Uh, for people that just want to listen in, is it a good idea to buy such a radio, or would you recommend a scanner instead? And also, could you tell us what it takes to become uh, a two-meter operator these days? What kind of licensing, what kind of tests do we expect? Is there a fee involved for using a tower, repeater, etc.? Thank you, Dave. Whew. Well, we'll do our best, Robert. If you just want to listen in, you're, of course, better off just buying a scanner. Two-way radio use requires a license. Just listening does not. If you still want to get the license, then a basic license called a technician license will cost you a $35 license fee, a $15 exam fee, and the study materials, which may cost you another $30 or so. The most expensive part will, of course, be the equipment. A technician license or higher will allow you to run a repeater, but you will most likely face other hurdles. You may need to get a permit of some kind within your city or county, your municipality, to make the antenna be able to get put up. And someone will likely want to check it to make sure it's not likely to fall down or fly off in high winds, for example. Which, being in Miami, those winds on those towers is something we really got to be concerned about. <laughs> Very true. Uh, now, overall, the process is relatively painless. It takes some studying, an exam, and you're good to go. Now, a technician license will grant you access to 17 or so frequencies. A general license will allow you to use the frequencies below 30 megahertz. And an extra license will allow you to access the rest of amateur radio frequencies. Wow. Uh, but if you just listen listening in, then you won't need any of those unless you want to run a repeater. Yeah. So there, I think, is the best information, Robert, for you is, is just get a scanner first and listen. And if you find that, you know, I'd really love to be able to talk to some of these people. Okay, good. Well, now you find that it is of interest. And then go with the technician license first and see how much you use it and how much fun you can have with it and learn and that sort of thing. And then go on to the general and the extra because if you want to start with the extra, hey, good for you, kudos. But I don't know that it would be something you do regularly. Maybe. Let us know. Larry in Apex, North Carolina, listens on AM680 WPTF, sends the following email. By the way, Larry, we'd love to hear you next time. But thank you for remembering to tell us where you are and how you hear the show. So that's good. Larry asks, is it worth trying to replace Windows with Linux on older PCs and laptops that are slowly grinding to a halt? Oh. We have one desktop and two laptops in our house that are getting old and processing slower and slower with each Windows update. Do you recommend switching to Linux? And if so, which flavor? Red Hat, Ubuntu, or is it not worth doing? Well, Larry, it really depends on what you want to do. The first thing you should accept is that Linux is not Windows, and you'll need to get used to a new operating system. New software, new ways of talking about certain tasks and components, if you will. You may or may not be satisfied if you switch to Linux. But if most of what you do is online, or you're willing to learn how to use a new operating system and new software to do what you've been used to doing with Windows, then it could definitely work. Yeah, there are much lighter weight Linux distributions out there than modern versions of Windows, and Linux can be made to run successfully on older hardware. 
If you're trying Linux, a Debian-based distribution is a good starting point. Ubuntu is extremely popular and very good. Mint is based on Ubuntu and very well liked. Debian itself is very good. Uh, Debian sticks to a slower release schedule in an effort to release truly stable versions, which is welcome. Uh, Steer clear of uh, CentOS. So it used to be powerful and popular, but it's been discontinued. But I love what you're trying to do, Larry. So let us know if it works for you. Maybe do one of the machines, the oldest one first. And see if it's something you can deal with. And if not, you still have an older Windows machine you can do other stuff with. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Tim in Miami Lakes, Florida, just down the street, apparently, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast. Hey, Tim. Hi, Dave. Hi, Chris. Crew, my son-in-law, seems to be having issues with his internet going down at home. He's got an internet company that's not quite working so well, so he needs a hotspot. So I need your suggestion on what hotspot would work the best for him at home. He works on a computer, and this should be probably only for a backup as his Internet at home in his apartment goes down in Miami Lakes about once a week. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Chris. Well, thanks, Tim, for participating, too. The main question is, who has better service around your son-in-law's home? All the major cell phone service providers offer roughly comparable service. They're all capped, though. They call it unlimited, but the high speed is limited. Once you reach a threshold, your speeds will typically be throttled. The cap will vary. For example, Verizon offers plans that cost between $20 and $30 and are capped at 15 gigabytes and 30 gigabytes of fast data speed, respectively. Now, AT&T offers plans from $25 to $55 a month, ranging from 15 gig to 100 gigabytes of high speed. Uh, T-Mobile has similar plans, but also offers a home internet replacement hub that they charge $50 for, and it does include real unlimited data. Uh, That, however, is not yet available in Miami Lakes. I know that because, as we talked about in the last segment, I also live in Miami Lakes and have been trying to find an alternative to my internet that also keeps going out at home. Thank you, Comcast. So, like like they tease you, we're now teasing Tim. It's like, well, there's this, but you can't get it yet. Uh, Yeah. I mean, not that I think T-Mobile's solution will work any better for me, since, as I mentioned, I have basically no T-Mobile signal at my house anyway. Um, Your best bet, Tim, will really just boil down to who has the best service around me, or you. Um, They all offer the 5G hotspots, but do they offer 5G around you? Are their towers overloaded? If they are, your connection speeds will drop. Now, there's also the option of just using a phone's own hotspot. Many plans already include an allotment of high-speed hotspot data that is comparable to what the dedicated hotspot plans provide in a month. So if he's not using a lot of data and uploading a lot of files and that sort of thing, that may work for him at least in the meantime. Let us know if it does work for him, and we hope it does. Rod in Idaho listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast, brought to you, by the way, by Blueberry. And we love you for it, participating with the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Hey, Rod. Hello, Dave, Chris, and Cameron. How are the Yamaha MusicCast system and the Marantz Helios system similar, and how are they different? Which ones do you think would be used to use? Ah, good questions. We love the questions from our audience because it helps others understand some of this tech as well. Well, Rod, both are wireless music systems. Specifically, both allow their devices 
to speak to each other wirelessly. The general idea, of course, is to be able to have wireless speakers connected to some common source. They're both proprietary, so the main difference is what brand they will work with. In other words, if you opt for Yamaha's system, you won't be able to connect a B&O speaker, for example, to it, or a Bose speaker, or a Toshiba subwoofer, or anything else for that matter. Yeah, now, other than that, both systems are comparable, and the wireless feature mainly is a plus that allows you to easily place a speaker anywhere you want. Uh, the sound quality won't be noticeably different because of the wireless feature, but it might be different from speaker to speaker. Uh, now, one thing that the Morant system has going for it is that it's explicitly compatible with AirPlay, Google Assistant, and Alexa. Yamaha only lists Google Assistant and Alexa, uh, although I've uh, you actually have a Yamaha MusicCast system, and I've mm-hmm. connected AirPlay to it, so I think yeah. it does AirPlay as well. It does. Um, but So you may have... Uh, an edge with the Morant system if you have an Apple product. Now, having said that, the hardware here should matter more, and it's likely to outlast your current smartphones and laptops anyway. Yeah, very true. In fact, that's the case in in our hi-fi, if you will, systems. Tend to be around a lot longer. You don't have to upgrade them as much. But great question, Rod. Let us know what you end up with, because it will help other listeners as well. And I hope we have been of some assistance. Meantime, visit us at intotomorrow.com. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral costs skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate log, call LifeCare at Welcome back Into Tomorrow. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Check them out if you're looking to start a podcast. Visit blubrry.com. Jumping to your calls, including Steve in Wisconsin and a whole bunch of other folks participating on the program. And because we hear you on the show, you win some terrific prizes. And we got some really cool new stuff this week. Lots of great reasons for you to join us anytime at your convenience. So do consider that if you've got any questions, comments, concerns, tech rage, whatever the case as it relates to technology, we want to hear from you. Rod in Pasco, Washington, listens on KMAX 840 AM. Hello, Rod. Welcome into tomorrow. I work at a community college, and we have been moving instructors over to uh, Surface Pro setups with dual monitors and a docking station in order for them to uh, utilize them in their office and take their computer to the classroom to draw on their PowerPoints or whatever they need to do to make a lesson more engaging and also then take it home and possibly do a Zoom lesson. So 
we have been using tablets from them, from the Surface Pro and what it does, the versatility, and so that's what we've been doing. Thanks. Well, thank you. We always love it when listeners help other listeners. So Rod was replying uh, to a call we had, I think, last week on the show about something similar. But it's cool how he, you know, helps out with how they are using this technology. So that's very cool. Todd sends us the following email, but when he did, he didn't tell us where he's writing from and how he hears the show. So we're just going to assume it's online, but he says... Dave, have you discussed dual-SIM phones? I have read about them, but have not found anyone that has had hands-on experience. Hmm. I have several friends that carry two or three phones, but none of them have considered this option. Any thoughts? Well, we do have some thoughts. Uh, Dual-SIM phones these days, Todd, mainly rely on an eSIM rather than a physical SIM for the second line, but they work just fine. Uh, you'll see two signal bars on the phone, and it'll be able to choose the line from which to make the call and send a text message from which line to use for data so you can actually go back and forth. Yeah, lines can also be turned on or off, so you can have a single active line on weekends or holidays or whenever you want to make yourself unavailable. I'd like to make myself unavailable quite often. Yeah, you do that regularly. Yeah. Uh, overall, it's it's a good feature that is far nicer and cheaper than having two phones that you need to carry everywhere you go. Yeah. Todd, stay tuned because, again, listeners helping other listeners, we love to hear from folks that use a dual-SIM phone. Uh, and a lot of people that have shared it with us in the past say that there's one for personal and one for business, and it sure beats carrying two phones around. But let us know how you best use a dual SIM phone if you do, because it'll help not only Todd, but others that are similarly curious. 800-899-INTO or the audio option, because we want to hear you, on the Into Tomorrow app or mash that Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Have I yet mentioned to be sure and check your spam filters? I had two more just before we came to broadcast this very broadcast. Legitimate emails that I found in my spam, and you tell me you don't check yours very often. What's but up with I, that? I, I've checked it, just not every day. But when I do, I haven't had any legitimate emails. Cause Nonsense. The only person that ever emails me is you. Malarkey. <laughs> I had two more just earlier today. So that's the important thing about, I don't know what's going on with spam, but people are getting found in spam or stuck in spam lately. So do check your spam filters. Oh, and just as importantly, be sure to back up your important data regularly and often. Yeah. That might be considered one and the same, but... It might be redundant and repetitive all over again. Just a little. The cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. This gives us a chance again to tell you no promises, no guarantees, but here's the deal. Any of the items we mention are available to you once you're heard on the air. That's it. No goofy contests, no, you know, answer some tech trivia, no caller number 99, any of that goofy stuff. We just want to hear you on the air with either any question about consumer tech, help for another listener, whatever the case. We got goodies for you. No promises, no guarantees, but mention three or four of the items for that matter. They're all listed, by the way, at intotomorrow.com, and we'll get them to you, hopefully. Like from Sanjean, several of their RCR 40 AM FM Bluetooth digital clock radios. Do you like uh, using your phone but wanting it to follow you, perhaps, as you record? Well, we've got several PIVO Pod X 
objectives. You can capture video and images with 360-degree motion tracking and target exposure and auto-zoom, several of those. How about the $1,500 Denago 48-volt electric bike from bike.com? Oh, man, is it fun to ride, too. They sent us one to play with during the summer giveaway. Everybody fights over it. You know, it's my turn. It's really cool. From Brondell, would you like a warm tushy? Huh? Yeah, well, the Swash CL2200 ultra-thin luxury bidet toilet seat with remote control is worth $650. They sent us one to send to you, and their Goat Spa collapsible travel bidets, we've got a couple of those to share with you. Scosche provided a box full of stuff, including their armband heart rate monitor, their jump starter with flashlight, a Magic Mount Pro Charge 5, uh, and their GoBat 5K portable power bank. Do you live alone, or maybe you? and one other person? Well, Dantec provides another one of their Bob the Mini Dishwashers worth $450. Man, we got a lot more. We just run out of time when the music ends. Boop, that's it. It's like when the Orbeez stops flowing or whatever goofy thing that is. So you want to check out all the goodies available for you. Just look for the summer giveaway post. It's right there at the top at intotomorrow.com. While you're there, sign up for the tech newsletter. Just put in your email address. We don't share it with anyone. But how do they participate? By calling 800-899-INTO using the free Into Tomorrow app or clicking that Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. Thank you for joining us. Thank you in advance even for participating on the program because your calls, your help for other listeners, your sharing of your tech rage really makes the show. In addition, of course, to the guests that we have on. So we invite you to participate anytime, not just because we are in the middle of our annual cool into tomorrow hot summer giveaway and you'll win some fabulous prizes once you're heard on the air, but because, again, you make the broadcast. And we do want to hear from you anytime, 24-7. The easy way, of course, is the toll-free 800 number from anywhere in North America. That's 800-899-INTO, 1-800-899-4686. You can also use the free Into Tomorrow app. Search those two words in your favorite app store, Into Tomorrow, and click on the Message to Studio button. Or 
use the Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. And when you do that, it's very easy on any device with a browser and a microphone. Just be sure to include your first name, where you're joining us from, and how you hear the show. And we love it when you participate. You can do any of those things anytime, 24-7. Our next guest's mission is to transform the testing process by making it more organized, transparent, and accountable for everyone. So we're going to find out what kind of testing he does and how that helps, and ultimately how it can hopefully help us all as consumers. The CEO and project lead of Kiwi TCMS is Alex Todorov. Alex, welcome into tomorrow. Joining us from a big trade show in Toronto, Canada. How are you, sir? Yeah, hello, Dave. Uh, hello to all the listeners. Um, I'm awesome. It's a great event here. Uh, also my first time um, at Collision. Uh, and also first time in Canada. Ah, very good. So a lot of firsts and your first time on Into Tomorrow. So there you yes. go. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about Kiwi TCMS and what is it that you guys do? Yeah. Um, so you did mention we are coming um, live from a big tech show, um, and we do have a lot of startups, a lot of companies who build products in here. Um, so when you build products, uh, it comes a point um, that you need to assess uh, and you need to evaluate, does the product work correctly in the way that we expect um, so that we have confidence to push this product out to our customers? Um, and this is where um, software testing comes in uh, as a profession, as a discipline. Um, and when we do software testing, um, we need some way to organize our work and to document it and um, so that everything is, a, is in a central place. Um, and then we can look at it and say, uh, well, we've missed something. Yeah, um, we can add it later or we've covered all the bases. Uh, we feel confident about the product. Um, so that's where we come in. Uh, Kiwi TCMS is a specialized type of software, a specialized system uh, where you can just... Um, document everything that you do um, around software testing, testing your own products before you release them to the world. And that would give you confidence, say, yes, my products are good. They have built-in quality into them. So, of course, that's what ultimately can benefit even us as consumers, uh, certainly the business that you're working with, but even us as consumers to have some additional confidence in whatever product, especially new products, that we might be looking to purchase. Yes, as a consumer, just think about how many times you see some cool app on the App Store um, and you're so excited to give it a try uh, only to find out that it doesn't work on your device. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and maybe because the, the company that developed it, well, maybe they just forgot um, about that particular device model or maybe they didn't have it or they didn't think that was important enough to invest effort into actually checking out that it works. Got you. And I understand from your website that you use an open source test management system. Uh, how does that work, and what's the point of an open source system? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so like I say, you know, these specialized systems uh, where testers are going to document their work, um, they are called test case management systems. So, this is what KVT CMS is. Um, the open source part is that everything that we do, um, our own product it's open to the public. So the source code of the product is open. Um, Everybody can take it. Everybody can use it. Everybody can modify it according to their own needs. Um, So that's where the open source part comes in. The benefit is, um, and also that's our biggest differentiation uh, to the competitors, um, is that we are one of the very few teams uh, in this um, 
technical space in this domain uh, that's actually working open source together with our community. Um, so that means even if our team doesn't have capacity to deliver certain fi uh, features of the product or a certain bug fix of our own product, um, then a customer, um, a user um, can actually can actually implement um, these changes and then they can propose the changes back to us and say, listen, guys, um, we would like to have this fixed um, and we've already implemented it. So we think it's good enough for us. Um, we propose a change to you um, and then our team will come in um, evaluate the change, we'll pick it up, uh, make it even better and, and integrate with the rest of the product um, and that would get released into a newer version and that would be become available to everybody else. So the whole community will benefit. Uh, you, do not, uh, you do not have to rely uh, on a single team or on a single engineer um, to deliver a particular feature. Uh, you have a lot more options of how, how to deliver software when you work the open source way. It does sound like that whole idea of open yeah, source yeah. is a great idea for everyone involved. I, I like that concept. And, and I'm guessing that you've got a pretty good engineering team that's already on top of most things, but it's great to know that they're open for not only suggestions, but how to improve things. That's terrific. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we are with a hundred percent engineering team. Everybody on the team is engineers. Uh, and we do have a lot of experience, but we like, I just still find it surprising. Uh, when we get a contributor um, and when we realize where they're coming from. And we have had contributors from all parts of the world. And that's just amazing. That's terrific. What are some of the the kinds of things, without being too specific, and we don't want to talk over people's heads, but some of the kinds of things that the open source contributions have made a difference in? Yeah, uh, good question. So, so most obvious, uh, we, do, uh, we do come from Eastern Europe. Um, so our primary working language is English. Uh, but there are a lot of um, other languages out there in the world. So most obvious that we get contributions is translation of the user interface um, on all, all kinds of languages. So people would like to use um, our products uh, in their native tongue. Um, we can't deliver this at all because we do not speak the languages. We cannot evaluate um, if it's good or bad. Um, then comes more the technical part. Um, that's been integrations with third-party systems um, that companies and teams are using around the world. Um, that has been integrations with other technical tools um, that are in popular demand or popular use. Um, most of these integrations have actually been developed by our community, and then uh, they've been kind of uh, contributed back to us, and then we take over. Ah, terrific. It sounds like that's just one of the many ways that your system is different and better than even other open source test management systems, yeah? Yeah, yes, yes. That's terrific. Well, thank you, Alex. We've been chatting with Alex Todorov, the CEO and project lead of Kiwi TCMS. And you can visit them at that website, Kiwi, K-I-W-I, T-C-M-S dot org. And, of course, we'll get you there, too, when you visit us, as always, at intotomorrow.com. Stay tuned. There's more to come on Into Tomorrow right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. It's like a blueberry without the E's. So B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com.
welcome back to Into Tomorrow. I'm Cameron Graveline. We really love getting more app calls, so please let us hear you on the show. Now, here's Dave. Thank you so much, Cameron. I love that rejoin that he does every so often for us, and rightly so, because he's excited. He's as excited as we are about getting your calls. So do participate on the program and let us send you prizes for doing so. This is Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet. Enjoy more of everything the Internet has to offer. Text RADIO to 35000 for more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. John in Bridgewater, New Jersey, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcasts, and I happen to know each and every week. Hey, John, welcome Into Tomorrow. Yeah, so you said you wanted to hear about happy memories of tech from days of yore. Here are a couple of mine. They center on mobile devices. I want a Palm Pilot. Cass, remember those things? Uh, I forget who made them, but I I won that from somewhere. It was really cool, and I loved it. But then I got something even better. I bought a Casio Cassiopeia Pocket PC that ran Windows. It was so cool. It was so bulky. Um, I got a car mount and a GPS receiver for it, and I used to use it for navigation in the car. It, it was great. I still love the features I had with that, and I don't have those anymore, a lot of them. Like elevation and stuff like that just doesn't show up, not with Waze at least. Um, sometimes it did take 10 minutes or more to sync up with GPS. Yeah. That was bad. Lastly, I had a moment listening to the show last week. You said you got a human touch, and my brain went on the fritz. I knew you were going to say that you had one to give away. I just knew it. In my head, I was already shooting my laptop with a shotgun. I guess I'd have to borrow one. Driving over with my minivan, and then I realized it wasn't a giveaway. Oh, well. I hope you enjoy it. You should have a contest to fly someone down there to the studio to sit in the chair. That would be fun. That would be fun. Um, Yeah, because everyone, not only on our staff, but guests and others visiting the studios, that I I always give everyone to start the five-minute demo. And everyone's reaction is exactly the same. Quote, wow, amazing, close quote. I mean, whether they heard someone else say it or not, and it is. And if you want to know what we and John are talking about, check out the interview that we did at CES. Don in LaBelle, Florida, downloads the free Into Tomorrow podcast, and we love you for it, calling in using the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Hey, Don. I'm wondering whether wireless headphones can sound as good as the wired versions of uh, earbuds and headphones. I've been considering uh, getting some wireless ones, but I wasn't sure if the quality is equal to the standard wired earbuds or headphones well don good question the the short answer is it depends on who you ask now if you mean will the sound quality be good yes of course it will be will there be skips or strange distortions every so often it's possible if you're in an area with high interference but typically no they will sound normal most of the time 
Yeah, now, where people differ is on the digital versus analog question. If you're an audiophile that won't listen to anything that isn't vinyl and goes on long diatribes about compression, <laughs> then you won't like them because they are digital. Um, if you're already listening to MP3s, streaming audio sources, and so forth, then they'll sound just as good as anything wired that you're already using. Now, as with wired headphones, brands matter, and some will go overboard with the bass to give the impression of better sound quality and fail pretty miserably at the higher tone range. So try before you buy if you can. Yeah. Now, it's hard to try earbuds before you buy because, right. number one, nobody else wants their earwax or, you know, in your ears, vice versa. But if you can, by all means, or if you're not happy with them, make sure the store will take them back. And they'll typically send them back to the manufacturer. And we hope somebody along the line is cleaning them up if, if they're going to put them back in a case. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I'm always talking about the Jabber earbuds, and you know, full disclosure, they're not even a sponsor of the show, but I, I do know. like their product. They should be, darn they, it. They should be. Sure. Um, but one of the things I like about them is they have a tool now in their app when you get the, their earbuds. It does sort of like a hearing test where it has you click in the app when you hear certain frequencies, so it can tune the sound to your hearing. Uh-huh. So it gives you much better sound quality, in my opinion. There you go. And Steve in Kenosha, Wisconsin, welcome into tomorrow. So I got an iPad for work, uh, and I want to use it as a third monitor on my desktop. I found some pay apps to do this, but I don't want to pay for it. I want something free. Don't blame you. You guys are great at finding free stuff. If you could find me a free app where I can make my iPad another monitor, I won't lie, it'll be the third monitor on my desk, but one would be Teams, one would be email, and one would be what I'm currently working on. I know it sounds like a lot, but I like to multitask. Thanks, guys. And uh, if you guys have trouble with this, Cameron is right in the booth, I'm sure, to help you. So ask him if you have any questions. <laughs> I love it. I love how people are referring to Cam regularly. Well, how Cam refers to, if you have a, any question, ask Dave, and he'll ask me. Well, maybe we need to change that link at IntoTomorrow.com to Ask Cam. That's true. Yeah. Wow. You need to make sure that he hears Steve's call, too, yeah. uh, because you have custody this week. Yeah. So make sure he sees that. Well, Steve, your options really depend on your operating system. If you're on a Mac, then the answer is simple. Apple introduced a functionality they named Sidecar back when they released Mac OS Catalina a few years ago. Sidecar is free, and it will allow you to use your iPad as a wireless external monitor. Now, there's not much to it. You just need to turn on Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and hand off, and you should be all set. All you have to do to use it is select it from the AirPlay menu at the top, and voila! Now, if you're on Windows or Linux, there's plenty of options, but we only found one free one. It's called Splash Top Wired X Display, and it's definitely rougher around the edges than most of the paid options, but it should do the job. Unlike Sidecar, Splashtop Wired X Display is wired, just as the name implies. Uh, It works via USB and not as smooth as other paid solutions, but you get the iPad and Windows apps for free. So if you're set on not paying for the functionality, it should work out for you. Just try and add a mostly static window to that screen so you don't have to constantly deal with lagging graphics. Uh, Paid solutions in Sidecar won't have that issue. Yeah. Now, another thing you might look at, you're talking about having Teams on one of the monitors. Just run the Teams app natively on the iPad, and you should be set with that. Oh, that's another good point. Well, see, that's why we want to help Steve and everyone listening with similar concerns. And he's right. If we can find something free for you, we go for it, always. And we always try to make two or three suggestions about anything, because things don't always work the same for other people. But there you go. So I hope that that helps you, Steve. Do let us know which suggestion worked best for you, what you ended up using, because it will help other listeners as well when you follow up. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you and everyone else listening receive our free once-a-week tech newsletter? Stop by into tomorrow.com, and when that box pops up asking for your email address, just put it in. And then you'll get a confirmation email and click that link and voila. It's a double opt-in. We don't share your email address with anyone and you can get our tech newsletter. Visit intotomorrow.com. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-781-6764. That's 1-800-781-6764. 1-800-781-6764. United we stand. 1-800-781-6764. As Into Tomorrow continues in our 27th year, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by StreamGuys, streaming media solutions for the smartest businesses on the Internet. Visit StreamGuys.com. Visit us at intotomorrow.com. Anytime you have a moment, a little red box pops up, if the Internet gods are with us, that asks only for your email address. And we don't share it with anyone, and we don't spam you. But when you put your email address in there, you'll get a subsequent email, which means maybe check your spam filter if you don't get that subsequent email, that says, click here to receive the free Into Tomorrow Tech newsletter. It's only once a week. As I say, we don't share your email. We don't spam you. We don't do anything inappropriate. And you can always unsubscribe anytime, though no one ever does. But thank you for that. But if you want to, no big deal. Hit unsubscribe and we won't bother you again. But when you do that, you'll get our tech newsletter. And among other things, we have tech news in it. Go figure. I know. What an odd thing to have in a tech newsletter. And Robert in Miami, Florida, oh, dar neck of the woods there, listens through the Radio Garden app. Welcome, Robert. If I purchase a cell phone from a provider and stick with them for a year, am I entitled to get the unlock code to make it an unlocked phone and usable on any carrier? Well, Robert, back in 2014, then-President Obama signed a bill into law with the ridiculous name, quote, Unlocking Consumer Choice and Wireless Competition Act, close quote, that made unlocking legal. After that, carriers dragged their feet a little and about a year later started unlocking phones by request as long as they were fully paid for. Now, that means that you may not necessarily be able to get yours unlocked after a year, but you will be able to have it unlocked after the contract you signed up for lapses 
And your phone is fully paid for. Yeah, some carriers will still unlock your phone if you haven't yet fulfilled your contract but are willing to pay off the balance that's left on the phone. Um, not, all, not all carriers are the same, though. Uh, what is a very simple process for some, in which they'll just ask you for your phone's serial number and unlock it for you, may be a painful and long process with others. So give yourself some time if you need it unlocked by a set date due to travel or anything similar. Yeah. And, of course, you know, a lot of people realize that there are carriers that want your business really bad. So you see these ads all the time, we'll pay off your phone, and, well, they're certainly going to unlock it, so it'll work on their uh, frequencies, if you will. So check things out before you make those kind of decisions. And by the way, meet us at intotomorrow.com. We'll see you.